People of the world, welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language. This the 306th episode today on the show. Twitter to pay $809 million to settle a lawsuit alleging Jack Dorsey and others. That's the main story today. We're also going to be talking about how Facebook has been warned over very small indicator LED lights on their new smart glasses. Basically, if someone is recording you or taking a picture of you, there's a very small light that turns on and regulators are saying, yeah, that's not going to fly. Google's don't be evil ethos comes into question in a labor trial. Google Meet will automatically adjust webcam brightness. Um, YouTube says that music is now 25% of its global watch time. LinkedIn makes 35 uh, learning courses free for a month. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're going to cover on the show today. Let's start with our main story. This one from Variety.com. All links to all articles in the description. Again, $809 million. Twitter disclosed in a binding agreement to settle a class action lawsuit under which the social network will pay $809 million to resolve claims it provided misleading user engagement info to investors. I have many, many times talked about how I don't think Twitter has a leg to stand on in the future. It doesn't seem like they are going to absolutely kill it, and yet the numbers uh, make the opposite argument. Now, all these social media platforms have an incentive to show the most beautiful data possible. This is sort of the new world we find ourselves in. It's it's the catfishing equivalent of a dating website, which is to say that picture from four years ago when you had a six-pack is what you put on the dating website. The business equivalent of that is, oh, look at all of our lovely user engagement. Look at how well we're doing. Um, look how profitable we are. Back to the article. The original lawsuit filed in 2016 by a Twitter shareholder alleged Dorsey and others, including former CEO Dick Costolo and board member Evan Williams, hid facts about Twitter's slowing user growth while they sold their personal stock holdings. So if you're Jack Dorsey and you've got stocks up you know, the wazoo for Twitter and you realize that growth isn't where it should be and you start to sell and you don't tell your investors, well... Ladies and gentlemen, we have an issue. So $809 million is the number to remember. Now, apparently, as of June 30th, according to the article, Twitter had $4.13 billion in cash and equivalents, as well as short-term investments worth $4.48 billion. But $809 million is a sizable chunk um, of that savings. Twitter said it had average monetizable daily active users of 206 million, up from 199 million in the first quarter and up 11%. Um, so there you have it. I'm going to quick check Twitter stock because I am curious how it has evolved in the last couple of days. In the last five days, let's see, in the last month, its height was $62 as of September 17th. It is just down to 60. So really no impact as far as I can tell. Uh, six month outlook, pretty flat. Um, March 23rd, it was at $64. It's at 62. Um, not a lot of growth. Um, it saw what everyone else saw. Um, 
back in uh, the start of the pandemic. So pretty insane growth since then. In March uh, 27th of 2020, it was only valued at $25 and has more than doubled since then. Facebook warned over very small indicator LED on smart glasses, according to TechCrunch.com. Facebook's lead privacy regulator in Europe has raised concerns about a pair of smart Ray-Ban sunglasses the tech giant is now selling. It has a face-mounted camera, which can be used to take pictures and short videos with a verbal cue. Oh, me. Oh, my. So there you are. Um, now, paparazzi obviously need to take some pretty intense, high-quality photos, but they may as well have these Ray-Ban on as well. If someone is looking at let, let's remember, too, that Someone has these glasses on, they're looking at you, they're taking your picture. You see this little light, what can you do about it other than just show your disgust? That's pretty much it. Um, you're on the bus, some guy's looking at you, you see that little light turn on, it's disconcerting. Um, how many times did that little light turn on? How many times didn't you realize that your photo was being taken? It just goes to show that you, you just don't have privacy. Um, and it's not going to get any better. Obviously, um, this obfuscation, I mean, literally the, um, glasses I'm wearing right now, if you're watching us, um, on YouTube have a little metal dot. Um, so people could misinterpret that little shiny metal dot where that camera is on the Ray-Ban versions and think I'm taking their photo when I'm not. So there's a lot of confusion. There's, there's a lot of, um, societal change that will result, um, from this sort of advancement. Um, am I pleased about it? I think ultimately we're going to get to AR glasses, which we've talked about at length on the show before. These are, they are a breach of privacy because culture hasn't yet caught up to the fact that uh, we are being recorded all the time. Now, the fact that someone pulls out a phone, shoves it in your face, that to me is what we're used to. And uh, we're going to have to have a pretty substantial cognitive shift as a culture to realize that, you know what, um, it's just glasses. And let's not forget that someone can put the glasses on their head, but they can also take those glasses off. They can just be holding the glasses to their side. They can get all sorts of peculiar angles going with these glasses. Um, and uh, it just goes to show that any device really can be, um, can be a camera. And the FBI, CIA, these sorts of institutions have been in, have been putting cameras in um, typical everyday items since the their inception, since the cameras existed. Um, now the masses have access. So, according to the article, Facebook announced what it couched as the quote next step on the road to making a pair of augmented reality smart glasses a full year ago saying initial specs would not include any AR, but announcing a multi-year partnership, luxury eyewear giant Luxottica, et cetera. So this is a step in that direction, um, as is all things in the universe. It will have drawbacks as well as advantages. Google's don't be evil ethos comes into question in a labor trial. Last month, software engineer Kyle Dillon said during a labor board trial that, quote, don't be evil. Google's famous corporate mantra had lured him to the tech giant five years ago. That particular mantra to me is a bit strange um, because it's it's almost one of those thou doth protest too much situations, um, which is to say, if you go out and you protest against a war, 
your mind is in the war, it's in the violence, if you're anti-violence, that sort of thing. Like, um, there are arguments that say if you're pro-peace, you'll tend to manifest peace. If you're anti-violence, you'll tend to manifest violence. Like violence broke out at an anti-violence, you know, um, uh, protest today. Um, this this is why, you know, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Gandhi, etc., they had pro-peace movements. Um, and uh, that language is important. So I've always thought it's strange that Google says don't be evil because it it just has the word it's like don't think about pink elephants it's it's this sort of thing this the the notion of evil ruminates as as you hear that and then you go oh don't be that but there it is it's almost like a smoker saying oh just don't, don't smoke i'm not smoking that's what and you're just fixated on smoking as opposed to i'm going to be a healthy i'm going to be healthy 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 because healthy includes eating well exercising getting enough sleep not smoking is just thinking about smoking and using willpower to not do that. So I'm not a big fan of the don't be evil. I get where they're coming from, um, but it also it doesn't look great when they've got labor issues. Um, the tech giant has denied wrongdoing, um, according to the article. The trial, which began on August 23rd, is ongoing. One of the fired employees, Lawrence Berland, has privately settled with the company. Google isn't alone in adopting an unorthodox, un, un, oof, un, unorthodox mantra. Apple's grammatically distinctive, think different advertising campaign was eventually embraced as de facto corporate motto. We get it. Move fast and break things, an expression evoking permission. That's Facebook's motto, former motto, rather. They've all got their little mottos. Who am I to judge them? I mean, they're incredibly successful. Google met excuse me, Google Meet will automatically adjust webcam brightness in your browser. Um, this on its face is not a big deal. Who cares? Um, but it, it just goes to show that the internet as it evolves is going to do things like increase the audio quality for people who don't have great mics. It's going to increase the brightness for, for folks whose visuals are not that great. It's just going to fix our stuff. Um, if Zoom hasn't done this already, uh, they're going to move in this direction quite quickly. Um, anything they can do to try to get an edge over the competition is something that they should and probably will do. YouTube says that music is now 25% of its global watch time. The YouTube, excuse me, YouTube's chief business officer, Robert Kinkle, has been addressing the TV industry this week at the Royal Television Society Cambridge Convention. However, he had some figures that will be of intense interest within the music industry. Quote, now, media companies present about 25% of YouTube watch time globally. Another 25% is music and 50% is YouTube creators. That is very interesting. So you've got the Spotify's of the world, um, iTunes, these sorts of places. You may not have thought of YouTube as a source for music, but 25%, that is gigantic. Back to the article, there's also some fun to be had cross-referencing YouTube's financial results with the new watch time statistic in the four quarters to the end of June, 2021, YouTube generated 24.93 billion of advertising revenues. If music is 25% of the platform's watch time, should music payouts have been closer to 6.2 billion than 4 billion? I would say no, probably because when someone is watching a video on, say, videography or how to do X with XYZ software, 
um, they're going to make more because of the people listening, um, the kind of ads that can be run. When people are listening to music, you don't necessarily know precisely what they are going to purchase and are they that interested in buying in that moment. Um, it makes a lot more sense that say someone is searching for a chiropractor and then the ad for a chiropractor, like someone's talking about back pain and then a YouTube ad for a chiropractor comes up. This is the kind of um, relevance that advertisers are looking for. Now, um, if someone's listening to music, you know, you can clearly see that it's not that beautiful moment. LinkedIn makes 35 plus learning courses free for a month in an effort to help professionals adapt to the future of work. LinkedIn is offering over 35 learning courses free for a limited time. A one month trial of the LinkedIn Learning Hub can be redeemed starting today until October 9th. October 9th. So if you're interested, in LinkedIn's curriculum, it's right there. There's a ton of things. Um, sleep is your superpower. Negotiating work flexibility. Getting unstuck from a career rut. Um, leading with a heavy heart. Leading stuff. Transformational leadership. Managing projects as offices reopen. HR communication. Virtual interviewing for HR. Lots and lots and lots of courses. So you may want to go and check that out. Let's summarize the news of the day. So $809 million coming out of Twitter. Um, I, you can't say for sure that they did something wrong, but that's a large bill if they didn't. Um, I've not been bullish on Twitter for a while. This is one more issue that I have with them. Facebook warned over a very small indicator LED light. Yep, privacy is very dead. Um, if you are tech-minded, smart, talented, you can certainly find privacy in 2021. It is possible. Um, but the status quo is that you are being uh, photographed. You are being recorded. Um, and it's not as if it's just the government. Obviously, um, we are big brother, which is to say that um, the first thing people do when they see a police uh, car pull up is they pull out their phone. Um, and for good reason, um, when an altercation occurs, first thing people do is they pull out their phone. Now they're not going to have to, they're just gonna be wearing their sunglasses or their glasses. And before you know it, you know, the whole thing is not only, you know, pictures and video, but it's being live streamed, this sort of thing. So get used to it. It's not going anywhere. Um, Google's don't be evil ethos comes into question. Not a big fan of that motto. Be good. Um, Google Meet is automatically adjusting webcam brightness. That's cool. That sort of thing is going to continue as we uh, live in this digital environment more and more. 25% uh, of YouTube is music. Um, I would have guessed 5 or 10%. A quarter of the streaming on YouTube is coming from music. That is fairly impressive. It's also um, an interesting sort of sociological data point, which is to say we love our music. And finally, LinkedIn making 35 plus learning courses free for a month. If you are into ongoing education, well, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's marketing as a foreign language for this, the 20th of September. My daughter's birthday's tomorrow. Good times. Um, we're making YouTube videos for her. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, that's a little bit beside the point, but I want to share that with you. YouTube.com forward slash Senate Rising, 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you want to join us for the live show, if it, you're watching or listening to us on iTunes or Spotify after the fact, hey, we really appreciate it. If you want to show us some love, go to youtube.com for slash send it rising. Click on those like buttons, leave a comment. Thanks everyone.